Realty. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. It's Review It Man, reviewing what he can. Movies are his jam, so let's get twisted, man. It's Review It Rob. Hey, yo, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Review It Rob show. I am your host, Review It Rob, coming at you with a... Fun episode, as always. Uh, spoiler-free review this week is going to be Transformers: Rise of the Beast. As well, you get your mandatory DC news, your mandatory horror, spooky thriller news, any other bits going on around the movie realm and video game realm. What other else I can really talk about here to have some fun, man? Hope all of you are doing great. Appreciate you joining in to listen to the show. Uh, you know, I haven't been doing much. You know, honestly, just gearing up because this week is the Flash week, man. The Flash film is officially here after years and years of delays we finally are getting the flash film that i am oh so excited for is my most anticipated film of the year i'm i can't even begin to describe how important that movie is to me i you know i made a post on my socials earlier about this but like that movie is everything to me man like that's something that i've been like what i've been down in the dumps and i talk about mental health on the show and all that and you know and there's times where i'm just bummed out down the dumps just you know feeling like useless and not wanting to go on and all that stuff. I remember that this movie is on the way. That gives me something to look forward to. And I know that sounds silly to some people, but that's the truth of the matter. And it's finally here, man. I'm so excited to finally watch this movie. The premiere is going on right now. Um, all that good stuff, man. We'll talk about that in DC news, but that's going down this week. So excited about that. Uh, special shout out to my brother, Tombstone Josh, fellow Throw Me Podcast Network uh, brethren. He has a birthday. This week, uh, it depends on when you're listening to this show, but his birthday is this week, man. So big birthday shout out to Tombstone Josh. He is awesome as always. Check out his newest episode of the Metal Groove podcast and all kinds of fun stuff going on on the Throw Me Podcast Network, man. So if you can do, please do me a solid and hit that like, subscribe and share. That would be much appreciated uh, by all of us as well as myself, of course. Uh, other than that, I did watch Jurassic Park over the weekend as it celebrated its 30th anniversary. That is my all time favorite film. And. Kid you not, man, every time I watch that movie, I'm still in awe, breathtaking, just love that movie absolutely to death. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it, man. Anytime I watch that movie, I just jaw drops of, you know, the scenes, especially the first dinosaur reveals and all that stuff, man. It's just, I love that movie to death, man. So I did that over the weekend, started playing the WWE 2K23 My Rise female storyline, which I'm digging. It's pretty fun. Uh, and other than that, nothing much, man. Just getting ready for the Flash. So... Nonetheless, man, let's go ahead and jump in to the review this week. Again, spoiler-free review. It is going to be for Transformers Rise of the Beast. The film is rated PG-13 for language, intense sci-fi action, and violence. Uh, sounds like a Transformers movie right there. Action adventure, two hours and seven minutes, and it is currently in theaters. Returning to the action and spectacle that have catapulted moviegoers around the world, Transformers Rise of the Beast will take audiences on a 90s globetrotting adventure with the Autobots and introduce a whole new faction of Transformer, the Maximals, to the existing battle on Earth between Autobots and Decepticons. Uh, the film critic score for Rotten Tomatoes, 52%, while the audience score, 92%. 40% difference there. Let you know how much people 
disagree on movies. <laughs> um, IMDb has it as 6.6 .6 out of 10. I love to see that, man, because that is a grand scale. Again, I don't care whatsoever about Rotten Tomatoes scores. That will never, ever, ever make me decide to see a movie or not. Rotten Tomatoes scores are pointless. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's be 100% honest here. They're pointless, right? I mean, maybe you can be like, okay, let's check out what the audience score is because critics, you know, they're probably paid off a little bit or whatnot. Audience score, you can probably look at and all that stuff, but at the same time, there's probably the audience members who are, you know, like, going towards one thing more than the other, so they'll, like, downvote something. I mean, that's why you can never trust these things. You know, that's why you come to the Review of Rob show, man. Un unbiased reviews all the time on the show. Even with the Marvel stuff that I'm not a big fan of. I gotta say it every episode, I think. Um, I will still give you a fair review of the Marvel stuff. But nonetheless, let's go ahead and jump into Transformers. So, uh, 90s is where we're going with this movie, which I believe Bumblebee was as well. Um, and this movie kind of is... Not I, I don't know how to describe it. It's not doesn't feel like a sequel to Bumblebee by any means whatsoever, but it kind of is. <laughs> um, so that's the whole thing there. Now, with these Transformers movies, the main thing you're ever going to look at when it comes to these films are, of course, what? The Transformers. We want to see the robots, man. We want to see the Autobots. We want to see the Decepticons. We want to see battles and all that stuff, man. Um, so that's my first point of the film. The, those parts of the movie fantastic man i don't have any problem whatsoever with those parts of the movies those are without a doubt the best parts of the previous transformers films and still the best parts now because that's what we want to see man we want to see optimus prime and bumblebee and all them out there in the battles man you know um the, the so i had a good time with that and it, it was cool saw it in rpx saw it at a premiere screening got a free poster um and a patch um like, I guess you iron on a shirt or something, or a jacket, I don't know, <laughs> you know, but I got one of those, uh, for the Maximals, it's the Maximals logo, and, cool, man, like, I, you know, I, I, I didn't hate the movie, by any means, I enjoyed it, but I'm not gonna say it's, you know, too much of a difference, really, from any of the other Transformers movies we've seen, uh, you know, not including, like, the cartoons and all that stuff, like, the, the live-action films that started in the, you know, the 2000s with uh, Shia LaBeouf and Linkin Park and all that, you know, uh, those films, it's not too big of a turn from those films, it's definitely closer to Bumblebee, I would say, and again, I haven't seen Bumblebee all that much, I'll be honest with you guys, I, you know, these Transformers films are not go-to destination watching for me, like, I have not, I can't even tell you the last time I saw a Transformers movie before I saw this one, and I know it was Bumblebee, because uh, my niece, like, loved that movie, so anytime I went over to my brother's house, she was watching that movie for a good bit, it seemed like, every time I went over there, that movie was on, um, so I know it was that one, but, yeah, these Transformers movies have not been you know, go-to destination programming for me to watch over and over again. Like, I'll watch it the first time it comes out. Kind of like what I do with the Marvel movies, to be honest with you. I'll watch it the first time it comes out and then kind of forget about it. You know, kind of move in a different direction. But, you know, the things that this do this movie does that I prefer, other than the past Transformers movies and all that stuff, it is a little more focused on on the, 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 the robots. It's easier to say robots. <laughs> um, Autobots, Decepticons, Maximals. I, mean, I believe there's another name for them in this film as well. It's a pretty cool name. Let me hit the Google machine real quick. Terracons. Yeah, so the Terracons are the bad guys. It's the Autobots, Maximals versus the Terracons and whatnot. Um, and cool and freaking menacing. Let me tell you what. One of those freaking Terracons... My goodness, like there is some horror, horror around that character with the way they shoot things and they kind of make it ominous and all that stuff when uh, that character shows up and everything. I'll give him credit there. And again, that's the best parts of this film, like is the, the, the robots. It's so much easier to say robots. <laughs> um, 
you know, and those are the best parts. And, and it's not to say the humans are the worst part by any means whatsoever. They're probably more enjoyable in this film than they are in, you know, the past Transformers films. That's not a knock at Megan Fox, like everybody would say, or, you know, it's not even a knock at Shia. Like, Shia was fun and everything in those other movies, but it's kind of the thing, and I've got a friend who loves Transformers, has tattoos of the Transformers and all that stuff, and he always says that when it comes to these movies, he doesn't care about the humans in the film and i can get that because we're all there to see the autobots we're all there to see the decepticons and the, this movie the maximals and the the terracons and all that stuff who all look awesome and they're all fantastic and you got these great battles going on and then you get turned to this this human side of things now in the other transformers movies it was more like romantically involved with shia and megan's character and then yeah shia and his parents and the parents were sad that he was going off to college and always had that comedy going on and the hits bit and that bit and all that bits and all that stuff not that insane in uh, this film by any means in rise of the beast it's not to that level uh we do have the human interactions of things into the film we don't have like a military and all that stuff um but, you know, we we do have some humans in the film. You've probably seen it in the trailer as well. And, you know, kind of get, they kind of more aren't the main story of the whole thing going on. They kind of just get pulled into it uh, the way it seems. So they're not as annoying as, you know, past ones. And I'm saying that from people who are, what I've heard from Transformers fans in the past about humans being in the films and all that stuff. They didn't bother me per se, but there were times when I saw them on screen. I'm like, I don't need this. Like, we don't need this scene. I, I'll be fine without that scene and stuff like that. I, I just want to see, want to see the battles and all that stuff. And the battles are fun. The battles are really good. They, they kind of get a little in-gamey, you know, um, Wonder Woman-ish, you know, kind of like battle scenes we've seen in like the comic book films. We you know, could see them here um, in the end, battle sequences and all that stuff. But, you know, awesome scenes nonetheless. And, you know, it's not taking anything away from the film itself. The film was very enjoyable. It is worth, uh, you know, seeing in theaters because, again, you got these big, you know, robots battling it out. And if you're seeing an RPX, you're freaking seats vibrating and all that stuff and you know the loud loud firing of the the the, the mechanisms of the uh of the robots and all that stuff where you know optimus prime is get that gun right again and it goes kind of thing i am horrible at stuff like this obviously but you know what i mean <laughs> you've seen the movies you know what i'm talking about with the with the sound effects that the transformers make and all that stuff so the go for it to see the Transformers, you know, fighting. Um, that's always the the draw of these films, and it works very well in this movie, without a doubt. Uh, if you enjoyed the Bumblebee film, you know, this is closest to that movie. But nonetheless, all of the Transformers movies, if you enjoyed any of them, you're going to love this movie. Like, this movie is right in your wheelhouse if you enjoyed all those other Transformers movies. If you're skeptical about, about all of it, um, Transformers and all that stuff, you know, if you want to wait for it, you know, give it some time. Movies are hitting streaming and digital very quickly lately, uh, with the exception of Guardians, because Guardians is do, still doing very well in theaters. Um, but yeah, I mean, give it July probably. It'll be up on Paramount Plus. I would, I would assume. Don't take my word for that, obviously. But you know, at the same time, go to theaters, man. Enjoy the film there. Like I said, it's 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 summertime. You know, it's the summer blockbusters are on the way, and it's Transformers is very much a summer block bustery movie where you go there and you you watch you watch the robots battle and you you eat your popcorn and you you have some rumbling seats and you have a good time 
You know, so not a bad movie overall. Is it a movie I plan on ever seeing again? Freaking who knows? You know, uh, like I said, I haven't watched the other Transformers movies all that much. So again, that's not necessarily, that's more of a personal preference, right? Um, I never, if you're new to the show, I never tell anybody not to watch a film. That's ridiculous. We all have different thoughts and opinions. It's the only reason I give those Rotten Tomatoes scores is to show a difference in the opinions that happen in this world. Huge differences here. Audiences love this movie way more than critics. So, um, Nonetheless, I did enjoy the film, you know, uh, for what it was worth. It was, you know, good enough time in theaters. And maybe I do end up seeing it again because those freaking Maximals are cool, dude. Like, animal Transformers are freaking awesome. And, you know, I wish we got more of the uh, the Dinobots. Is that what they're called? I don't know. That feels right. I'm sure it's not right because I, I don't know Transformers that well. But the Dinobots were awesome, and I wish we got more Dinobots. Hopefully... You know, from that other Transformers movie. Um, hopefully, we'll get Dino Boss in the future and all that stuff. But nonetheless, man, enjoyed the film. If you are, like I said, perfect way to sell you here. If you enjoyed all the other Transformers movies, you'll enjoy this one, nonetheless. So there you go, man. That's my that's my spoiler-free thoughts on the Rise of the Beast. All right, going from there, we jump into DC news, and of course, I talked about this uh, in the opening. The biggest thing happening in the DC realm right now is the Flash is here uh the premiere is going on right now in los angeles where the whole cast was there including the amazing ezra miller uh to which ezra did do some talking which i was surprised uh they were not expected to say anything but they did do um it looks like an interview on the red carpet I haven't seen that yet but i did see a video of ezra being introduced by andy machete who's uh, introducing the whole cast and ezra was the last one they uh, introduced and the crowd gave ezra a really good reaction so that was good to see um or good to hear, <laughs> good to see and hear. Um, and then, uh, to my surprise, Ezra spoke there as well. And you know, was very thankful to everybody and everybody that's led up to this moment. And, um, you know, including, you know, the new people in charge over there, Zaslav and James Gunn and Peter Safran and all that, and saying some very poignant stuff and thanking them for uh, their care and uh, what's been going on with Ezra. And, of course, you don't know, Ezra's been going through some mental health uh, issues and has been seeking treatment and has been in treatment. This is the first time we've seen Ezra since that's all gone on. Um, Ezra, legal-wise, only thing that's actually happened uh, with Ezra was breaking entering to which they have paid for and are on probation for all the other stuff has been learned to be made up BS. Um, so happy to see Ezra getting the right kind of treatment, uh, at the premiere. Love it, man. I'm a, I'm an Ezra Miller fan. Like I said, if I believed any of the stuff that was going on, if there's actual concrete evidence of this stuff, then I would not support Ezra. But, um, obviously everything's been proven that the only thing that happened was the breaking entering, which was wrong, obviously, but, uh, you know, they've paid for it and people are, you know, they, they, they pay for their things. You know, we, we can give people chances. Everybody gets a second chance, right? So Ezra deserves a chance, especially with all the, again, bogus allegations. Can't wait to see that movie, man. So excited for that movie. Uh, going over to uh, the DC stuff, man. If it isn't The Flash, it's Superman Legacy. That's getting talked about the most. Uh, Gunn was asked about trunks. <laughs> you know, um, will Superman be wearing trunks in the Superman Legacy film or not? To which Gunn said uh, undecided we are in, we are doing incredible amounts of concept art now with both and we'll use whatever version looks best for me the most important aspect of the character goes beyond the trunks which you know uh absolutely 100 true uh, the character is more than whether they're wearing trunks or pants or whatever like all i care about is the film and you know the more important aspects of things uh, other than the suit will be will be fine uh whether 
soups is wearing the trunks or not. Yeah. Uh, other Superman legacy uh, reports coming out is that uh, the film will introduce certain members of the authority, not the WWE authority, the DC authority. Uh, that is the team that is um, also set to have its own standalone film in the chapter one of the new DCU. Uh, so that's cool. And that makes sense that you would, you know, start, you know, spreading this stuff out and connecting things here and there. Cause Superman legacy is supposed to be the first film of the DCU, but at the same time, the flash is restarting the timeline. Then you got blue beetle, which may or may not be part of the DCU and Aquaman, which may or may not be part of the DCU. But according to the timeline that came out, uh, Superman Legacy is the first film of the DCU, so we'll wait on those things. Uh, a little more Superman talk here, switching over to TV. Superman and Lois has been renewed for a fourth season with a 10-episode order, while Gotham Knights has been canceled after only one season. So, quick thoughts on this. Um, I have not seen the Superman and Lois show, but good on them for getting a fourth season there, uh, as things seem to be changing over in... The CW world, and I know Flash just ended, Arrow's been done for a while, uh, Supergirl ended not too long ago, uh, Legends of Tomorrow I think is gone as well, I haven't paid too much attention to the CW stuff, but uh, Superman and Lois is still going, now Gotham Knights, I'm not surprised it's got cancelled, that's not to say the show's good or bad or not, I haven't seen it, uh, mostly because I didn't know the show was out, like this show has been horribly marketed, like I didn't know the show was even out there for people to watch man like i don't see any marketing and i follow a ton of dc pages as you would expect you know to have a mandatory dc section of my show i would follow a lot of dc content like i don't ever hear anything about gotham knights until this like this is the first thing i've heard about gotham knights in quite some time like they have done a horrible job of marketing it so i'm not surprised that it's canceled after one season like they dropped the ball there so um anytime i see gotham knights that just reminds me i still need to play that game <laughs> you know, still got to play that video game. But nonetheless, man, that is the majority of the DC stuff. Um, again, I implore all of you, if you're listening to the show, Ezra's innocent of the worst allegations against them, obviously. Um, if any of those allegations were true, they would not be walking around free. Um, be kind. Mental health is not something to use to attack somebody. Mental health is something we should all understand and, you know, be... Um, Compassionate towards and helpful towards. Uh, so there you go, man. I can't wait to see that movie, and I plan on seeing that movie so many times. As many times as I can in theaters. Uh, let's see. Jumping over to the horror, spooky, terror realm of news. Uh, Lionsgate reimagining the Leprechaun, um, which that could be scary in itself. <laughs> um, uh, the Leprechaun franchise, be honest with you, I've only seen the first movie. And that was so long ago, I've forgotten pretty much anything about that movie. I know there's other movies, I think they went to space at one point, uh, which I was supposed to watch with some friends, and, you know, Redbox is like, you ain't watching this, so Redbox saved me on that one, apparently. Um, and then I feel, I feel like they tried to remake Leprechaun with um, Hornswoggle from the WWE. Not joking. It sounds like a joke. Not a joke at all. Like, that happened. Um, and then I don't know what else has been going on with that franchise, so... Uh, they're trying to reimagine against kind of getting into that Texas Chainsaw Massacre territory where it seems like, okay, we got to keep reimagining or redoing or trying to make something work here in the franchise. And, you know, again, a horror film, uh, you know, horror franchise, you wish them the best and you hope for the best. But again, this is not a franchise I've followed anywhere, you know, towards enough to really know uh, what films are good or not. I think Leprechaun went to the hood at one point as well, right? So. I don't know, man. The fact we haven't had a Chucky versus Leprechaun film just 
I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've heard people wanting that movie for a while as well. I, you know, Chucky, Chucky's too busy, you know, carrying the horror realm right now. I said it. I said it. Chucky's getting better ready for, you know, another season of a show. Chucky's getting ready for a haunted house at Halloween Horror Nights. The only haunted house at Halloween Horror Nights this year, apparently, because we've heard absolutely nothing, which I kid and joke around about. Like, I'm absolutely fine not knowing anything is going to be at Halloween Horror Nights. Like, I don't have to know. I'm going to be there. I love the event. Like, I love the event to death, so I'm going to be there. <laughs> you don't have to tell me what's going to be there. I'll be there, guys. Like, just give me the dates and give me the tickets. That's it. <laughs> you know, that's... That's all I need. Um, but nonetheless, I'm so excited about Chucky House, man. That's just everything to me. I've always wanted to go through a Chucky House. I, they've had one before. I missed it. Um, and, you know, I got to see the Scare Zone, which was awesome. I got to do the photo booth where I took the same photo like three times. Um, and Chucky's a universal horror icon and just a horror icon in general. So I love that Chucky's been embraced there and they continue to do stuff with Chucky. So can't wait to see it go through that house as many times as possible. Um, to my friends listening that I go to Horror Nights with, you know, I'm going to want to go through that house a lot. So hopefully we can make that happen. If not, I'll probably have to leave y'all at some point. But tis the game, I guess. Um, how did I get... Oh, Leprechaun. So they're doing another Leprechaun film. You know, details are unknown at the moment. Uh, Terrifier 3 is happening. Uh, it's got a bigger budget than the other films. And it has getting a wide theatrical release next year in North America, it says. Uh, once that uh, time runs out, after it's run and theaters runs out, it will be exclusively debuting on Screenbox. Uh, sounds like just like what they did with Terrifier 2. Um, this is probably a wider release for Terrifier 3 because of uh, the success of Terrifier 2. Um, Terrifier 2 was released in limited theaters, if I remember correctly, and made a lot of money. And then it went exclusively to Screenbox, which uh, got a lot of... Um, uh, people joining Screenbox for that. I joined Screenbox for the Chucky documentary. Um, and I've, I've not watched Terrifier 2. I'm not one of those people who fell in love with Terrifier so quickly, and I'm still trying to figure out what it was that led to that. Um, maybe it was uh, just the need for maybe a new horror icon in the horror realms and all that stuff, and they saw this character, and they're like, oh, cool, we're going to you know, go after this um, silent clown, I guess. I, I've seen Terrifier once, and I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not judging anybody for what they love. Um, you know, it's fine if you want to love Terrifier. It's awesome. Enjoy what you enjoy, man. Uh, I, it just hasn't struck me, in, you know, the way that it struck everybody else. But it's cool that you know, for the creators and everything, the film's taking off, and they're getting this third, third film, and with a bigger budget. So hopefully they don't you know, lose what's made them. I feel like the, the tighter budget's probably something that's, you know, kept them grounded. Now that they have this bigger budget and everything, they may want to go overboard. And we've seen it with these horror franchises where, you know, more and more sequels come out. They go a little a little over the top skis uh, with things. So we'll see what happens, man. And I, I'll, check out, I'll check out Terrifier 2 at some point. I do have Screenbox again. I got it for that Chucky doc. I got to check out the Robert England doc. Uh, again, Robert England's an icon plus the way uh, Zach talked about that documentary on uh, recently like that, you know, I got to check it out and I still need to check out the, the, the it documentary for the, the Tim Curry, it documentary they have on Screenbox, man. I got to check that out for sure. And I want to do something, man. I have shutter and Screenbox. There's so many options. I just want to turn that into like a show or something. I just got to figure out what I'm going to do with that. But fun times at the L horror streaming service Royale.
as it is. But Terrifier 3, man, if you're excited for it, be excited for it. It's happening. Uh, let's see, other horror sequels that are happening. The Purge 6 update. The script has been completed. It was actually completed months ago, so that will not be um, uh, affected by uh, the uh, the writer strike that's going on right now, uh, which has canceled production on many of things. It seems every week something new is being discussed as uh, being put on halt because of the strike. So uh, let's pay the writers what they deserve because they deserve to be paid correctly. Um, they deserve all that stuff. So let's take care of that. And AI writing, not the way to go. It is not the future like people expect it to be. It is it's not that great. <laughs> let's be completely honest here. So uh, nonetheless, next Purge film coming after the, you know, they did the whole for, uh, final Purge thing. Uh, they're doing another Purge film. Very horror franchisey of them. You know, it's the final one. Oh, nope, we're doing another one. <laughs> you know, but Jason did that. Freaking Saw did that too, right? And then we got a Saw movie coming out this year. Wow. You know, <laughs> more power to them, man. They, I mean, they know their fans are going to watch the product, so give it to them, man. But just be careful with that final stuff. You know, especially if you're doing another film so soon. Uh, let's see. Season 2 of Wednesday is happening and apparently going to be a lot more horrific, uh, according to star Jenna Ortega. Uh, she said, quote, we've decided we want to lean into the horror aspect of the show a little bit more because it is so because it is so lighthearted in a show like this with vampires, werewolves, and superpowers. You don't want to take yourself too seriously. We're ditching any romantic love interest for Wednesday, which is really great, end quote. Um... There was some gore in the first season, all that stuff. And, you know, and I really enjoyed that first season, and I think we all love Jenna Ortega and everything. And this quote was on um, uh, actors, actors, and actors, or actors talking to actors, or whatever the hell that thing's called. Um, I enjoy it. I can't remember the name of it, but her and um, Al Fanning were talking. Um, and I'm excited for it, man, because that's one of the things about the first season of Wednesday that I was like, I don't want to see a love triangle this is not what i signed up for you know i signed up for adam's family man you know i didn't sign up for you know love triangles and all that stuff uh so yeah i'm excited i think one of the kids actually got in trouble too um i haven't looked too much into that i don't know what's going on there but one of the boys uh, that was involved in that triangle thing there got in trouble in real life so we'll see what happens with that uh could be leading to that thing as well but uh, ortega is producing on uh, season two and all that so she she's gonna have her have her say and she had her say on the first season which rightfully so she's a star um and she's smart you know <laughs> the stuff she came up with that wednesday shouldn't be doing like again wednesday's not your regular teenage girl she's not all that stuff like that's not what you're gonna get with the show so i'm glad that they're moving in a better direction for season two and again i enjoyed season one i enjoyed the adams family harry potter saga like that was fun like i you know i enjoyed it because again huge adams family fan if you've seen any videos of me on the show there's a huge adams family poster behind me of the original show uh, you know, love that show. It's my all-time favorite show. Loved the 90s films. I've loved the cartoons. I loved the video games that's come for Adam's Family. Like, I'm an Adam's Family guy, right? So, when they announced the show, I was like, hell yeah, let's go. And I loved the first season. Again, it's got its Harry Potter aspects to it, which is fine as well, because guess what? I love the Harry Potter realm. So, yeah, I enjoyed it, man. I'm just excited that they're going to go more in a horror realm. Can't wait to see more of, um, oh, what's her name? Enid. Enid now full werewolf powers and all that stuff. 
right? See what she's got going on in this season as well. Uh, you got vampires, you got all that stuff, yeah. So, I mean, it's a fun show. It's a, you know, let's just have fun. Let's just have fun with it all, right? Uh, so you can have fun. Let's talk some video games here with uh, news that kind of broke before I was recording here with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. Uh, it's officially got a release date and a price. Uh, the game will be releasing August 18th for only $39.99. And I say only because video games this day and age, I don't know if you've been paying attention. $70, dude. $70 for a new video game. Which it makes me, you know, very, you know, selective about the films films about the games i buy right um what was the last video game hogwarts legacy probably was the last video game i played which i need to get back into that too jeez i don't have enough time in the day guys um but that's cool like the game i if you're if you're new to the the show i'm not the biggest texas chainsaw massacre guy like that goes for anything i've tried those movies so much i give the first film you know, it's it, it's it's flowers, if you will, because of the you know the iconicness of that first film and all that stuff. I don't think it's overly amazing, but you know, I give it what it deserves. Um, every other chainsaw film I've watched, I just have not enjoyed that all much. Now, to be fair, I have not seen two or the the um, I've heard two was good, um, and I need to watch the. Uh, I don't know if I need to watch it, but I haven't seen the Matthew McConaughey, Renee Zellweger one. But, you know, every other thing I've seen, the Texas Chainsaw franchise, it's just been like, ah, this is this is tough. Like, this is it's not working for me, you know, between the, the 15 reboots, it seems, that they've had, or the let's do the Halloween thing and do a sequel all these years later and all that stuff, but we're going to change it up and all that. Yeah, I don't, I don't. It doesn't work for me, man. It works for some people, and that's fine. Again, like I said with Terrifier, enjoy what you enjoy, man. But I haven't enjoyed that. That's a long way of saying the video game has my interest. <laughs> you know, the video game does have my interest. I've seen the videos and stuff. It does look like a fun game. Kind of Friday the 13th. Um, the Friday the 13th? Friday the 13th-ish? Ish. Teenth. Jesus. Um... <laughs> And, you know, that game and I were not the best of friends. Now, I will, and we'll get into this news in a moment, so I'll save that for a moment. But it does look fun, and if I can get, you know, if some friends want to play it, then yeah, I could see myself playing it there. But I, I don't see myself buying this game on its own. Uh, now, I did tease Friday the 13th there. Uh, Friday the 13th video game news, a lot of stuff going on over there. Uh, first one being that the game that has been out for... A number of years now is officially ending. Uh, the multiplayer game will be pulled from stores December 31st, 2023. So the end of this year uh, because of an expired license with the product and the game. Um, Gun Media has dropped the price of the game to $4.99. And the DLC is all $0.99 cents at the moment. Uh, it will stay at that price until the game is officially delisted. Um, which, you know, again, I know there are people who love that game. And again, more power to you. I've tried it. I can see the fun aspect of it, you know, being one of the counselors and, you know, trying to get away from Jason or even being Jason and killing people. The problem with me is when I play that game, I'm too freaking stupid, apparently, and I just morph into trees every single time I try to play it. Or I, and I, you know, I've killed some people. You know, I've killed some of the counselors and all that, but it's like, I don't know. It gives me too much of a headache. <laughs> and I haven't played the Evil Dead game. I have that game downloaded and all that because it was part of the PlayStation thingy um but 
I don't know. Those games aren't the games I play, man. The multiplayer, you know, survival games are not my thing. I haven't played Dead by Daylight. I've seen videos of it. Seems fun for people. I don't know. You know, it doesn't, you know, draw me in. Now, Nicholas Cage, Nick Cage was at uh, the Summer Game Fest thing recently. And he uh, talked about uh, what he'll be doing. He's playing one of the survivors and all that stuff. Um, so if you want to play Dead by Daylight for Nick Cage, then there you go. And while we're on that Summer Game Fest thing, John Carpenter video game was announced. Um, see if I can pull up some details on that real quick for you. Yeah, so with John Carpenter, you've got Toxic Commando, which was announced at Summer Game Fest with a reveal trailer, which showcased the game's first-person shooter mechanics. It will also be a co-op shooter, which allows up to four players. Uh, you know, John Carpenter, collaboration, iconic filmmaker, blah, 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 blah. So you can check out that reveal trailer and all that good stuff. Yeah, here we go. Uh, John Carpenter's Toxic Commando follows a band of mercenaries dubbed the Toxic Commandos. Oh, shocker. Um, as they fight hordes of uh, mutated monsters threatening Earth. While not the best in the business, they've been hired to send the Sludge God and his army of uh, ab abominable, ab abominable creatures. <laughs> that took me way too long to say that word. Uh, to the underworld. Players can choose from classes that fit their play style to better combat these forces. They can also employ a wide variety of weapons against the Sludge God's forces. Toxic Commando will launch in 2024 for the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series XS, and PC via Epic Games Store. Again, that reveal trailer is out there if you want to check that out. I am not a first-person view game person, so I will not be playing that game. Uh, but nonetheless... That's happening horror-wise, uh, video game-wise. With Friday the 13th, that game is now ending. So if you already have the game, you should be fine. I guess you can still play. I, I don't know the I don't know the rules. But no need to be too sad, Friday the 13th video game playing fans out there. Because apparently there is another Friday the 13th game on the horizon. Um, Freddy, Friday the 13th composer Harry Manfredini has kind of teased a new Friday the 13th game with a different studio that has, quote, more realistic looking characters and will be reportedly, quote, done in a different style to that of the previous multiplayer title, end quote. Uh, and of course, Harry Manfredini is writing the, the score for it and all that stuff. Um, if it's a story, like, I'm in, dude. Like, I love the story aspects. I, I love me a story horror game man i am all about story horror like you've heard me talk about it on the show before i love the super massive games like until dawn all that stuff man of maiden freaking house of ashes i'm forgetting names at the moment but nonetheless i love that stuff man they've done a fantastic job with what they've done and you know you give me a horror video game like friday the 13th even somebody like myself who I, again, respect the iconic history of Friday the 13th, but I wouldn't say it's a horror franchise I watch um, a ton of, but I would, I will watch it because they are goofy fun, right? Um, but I would absolutely jump at a game like that where you're playing a story within the Friday the 13th realm, and hopefully that would lead into other stuff, you know, like give me a freaking Chucky game, give me a Michael Myers game, give me with a story and all that stuff. That would be awesome. Um, but apparently there, nonetheless, is another Friday the 13th game on the way. And I am excited for you Friday the 13th fans, man. Uh, we'll see what that is uh, as more stuff gets revealed. But Friday the 13th stuff is going down, man. We've got that. And we've, of course, got the show coming to Peacock. Uh, so there you go. Fun times. 
All right, man, and that does it for the horror stuff. So before we close out the show, we've got some other bits of news. First one being I mentioned earlier about the Riot Strike. Now the latest casualty to Riot Strikes is Mission Impossible 8, as production has delayed due to said strike. So I'll have to wait a little bit longer for Mission Impossible 8, it seems. Uh, over on the streaming side, Zach Snyder's Netflix space opera Rebel Moon is being split into two films because Zack Snyder does not know how to make a short film <laughs> uh, multiple cuts will be released for each installment he explained that the first will be one quote that anyone can enjoy and watch with the second for each installment to be more adult oriented uh, the first chapter rebel moon will be arriving on netflix december 22nd of this year while the release date for the second hasn't been set at the moment so um I like Zack Snyder. Like, I'm not a Snyder fan bot that we've seen all over the place lately, but especially around the DC realm of things, but I like Zack Snyder. I enjoyed his, you know, zombie films and all that stuff, and, you know, I did enjoy his Justice League film, obviously, but uh, we'll see what, you know, this turns into. Like, this is his Star Wars film, right? So, let's see how it all turns out over there on the Netflix. And the last bit of news here, Captain America New world order is no more it is now captain america brave new world uh it's very disney sounding <laughs> the film uh is releasing may 3rd 2024 brave new world is very <laughs> that sounds so much like a disney thing whole new world brave new world all that stuff i guess they I guess old captain america didn't want to take on you know kevin nash and scott hall but uh <laughs> I don't care. I mean, the, the the name was fun to begin with. The name now is fine, I guess. It's very Disney of them again. You know, and they're owned by Disney, so it all makes sense, right? In the long haul of it all, it makes sense. I, I am excited for that because when it comes to Marvel, I love those Captain America films, and this is the fourth Captain America film. Of course, obviously, going in a different direction, which I'm all for. Can't wait to see how it all turns out. I did enjoy the Falcon and Winter Soldier show, so I'm ready for more, man. Uh, if, there's some, if there's something with marvel that i always look forward to it is captain america and guardians and guardians has just ended so got captain america to look forward to now man and we'll see how all things go there um might not have anything wanted to look forward to uh, i you know that's one of the things i've you know thoroughly enjoyed is elizabeth olsen's wanda maximoff but looks like we're not going to be getting any more of that anytime soon she seems very happy no longer playing it from what i'm seeing in some of these uh you know press things that she's doing now she's being respectful of course to her time as the character and said she loved doing it and all that but you can tell she's kind of just beat on it all and done with it all and i feel like she's even said that she didn't really like the direction they took things with the doctor strange and all that stuff if i remember correctly i could very well be wrong but again she has been respectful to it all but yeah it sounds like she's about ready to be done with it she's played the character for since age of ultron right so is that almost 10 years if not 10 years so yeah i mean at the same time I mean, if i was in any of these people's shoes and i was like if i was batman and they wanted me to keep being batman i'm gonna keep being batman <laughs> you know um so I, I i don't know at that aspect i respect you know decisions of course but i'm just saying if i was batman i'm gonna keep being batman as long as they want me to be batman you know that's what i'm saying but also saying that's the end of the show all right let's let's go ahead and close the show out again super happy birthday to my brother tombstone josh hope he enjoys his birthday um 
Uh, you know, all that stuff. Anything else? Flash week. Go see the Flash Man again. Be kind to mental health. It is something to be taken very seriously. It's not a joke or a tool to be used as a weapon. Be kind to mental health. Be understanding. Um, and go see the Flash. Uh, that's going to do it for the show. I appreciate you always taking the time to listen to me ramble on about the movie stuff. I have so much fun doing the show, and hopefully y'all have fun listening to me do the show. Uh, but that brings us to a close. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of the day, week, month, year. Uh, and always remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one remembers to turn on the light. Talk to you all next episode.